0: This is 885 NEPM. The widespread divide over the Israel Hamas war splinters lawmakers at the Massachusetts State House. I'm Carrie Healy, and this is Beacon Hill in 5, our look at the week ahead in politics and government in Massachusetts, and we've got Chris Lazinski from the Statehouse News Service on the line. Hey Chris, thanks for joining me. Oh, great to be back, Carrie. Protests continue across the state and the country as many are demanding a ceasefire in the Israel Hamas war. And this has divided politicians in Massachusetts as well. Some state leaders who are Jewish say they were disappointed and saddened by comments made by the chair of the Racial Equity Committee, which reflected anti-Semitic tropes. Chris, what did Senator Liz Miranda say and what was the reaction?
1: Senator Liz Miranda went on the radio recently and basically sought to explain why she did not join a Senate resolution condemning the Hamas attack in Israel in October. Essentially, in her radio interview, Senator Miranda said she took issue with what she perceived in these Senate resolutions as an implication that the Israeli government and military could do whatever they wanted to to defend themselves. At one point, she said of the Jewish people, they have gone through the Holocaust, have always been marginalized in the United States, but have amassed a lot of political and financial power, really playing into a very common anti-Semitic trope that prompted some of her high-ranking colleagues in the Senate who are Jewish themselves to express a lot of disappointment and frustration with those remarks.
0: Last week, a panel of offshore wind industry representatives came together to discuss challenges ahead after some plans have fallen through. You know, the Healy-Driscoll administration has said that the state's all in on offshore wind. But Chris, I mean, given the difficulties, what does that mean to be all in?
1: Yeah, at this point, being all in is really, I suppose, a sign of optimism that the state will be able to navigate this really uncertain stretch. At one point, we had as much as 3,200 megawatts of offshore wind power under contract, waiting to be built in the pipeline. That's down to just 800 megawatts now because of projects withdrawing. So declaring that Massachusetts is all in is a sign that you know state leaders are not going to turn their backs on the industry, are not going to turn away from this and still envision it as really key to achieving clean energy goals here in Massachusetts even if getting to the end point is more challenging than once
0: perceived. And challenging, too, because the future of offshore wind projects to meet Massachusetts climate goals involves permitting by the federal government. So does the possibility of a reelection of Donald Trump imperil the state's future plans?
1: It certainly does seem to. um, While he was in office, President Trump uh, really antagonized the offshore wind industry. It delayed Vineyard Wind, which is the one project still under contract here in Massachusetts that's actually just about to get up and running, only came back on track when Biden was elected. So there is absolutely a risk that if Trump is reelected, it could slow down this, this whole process.
0: The state's Cannabis Control Commission remains in a bit of a mess. The chief communications officer and director of human resources have been suspended. Its executive director is left and the chair, Shannon O'Brien, remains out of the loop due to a high profile suspension. So, Chris, what's the latest here and is there a plan for some stability? We're still waiting to see what will happen with chair Shannon O'Brien.
1: Late last week, a judge heard arguments from her and from Treasurer Deb Goldberg about how the hearing will unfold to weigh allegations raised against O'Brien and what role Treasurer Goldberg will play in that. But no resolution as of yet. Currently, Commissioner Ava Concepcion has been chairing the commission on an acting basis. She is somewhat frustrated herself. She says that the agency has been working really hard to issue new regulations to put into effect some significant reforms that lawmakers embraced last year. And she's frustrated that some of this personnel upheaval has somewhat overshadowed the rest of the commission's work. And right now, officials are just trying to keep their noses down and keep executing that day-to-day work.
0: And briefly looking ahead, the legislature's judiciary committee is scheduled to hear about a bill from Rep. Bud Williams of Springfield that seeks to expunge certain cannabis convictions. So, Chris, I thought the state already had wiped pot convictions from people's records. What are lawmakers seeking here? Yeah, it looks
1: like this legislation is tackling anything that might still be remaining, looking at any records from criminal court appearances, juvenile court appearances, or anything else, basically related to possession or cultivation of any amount of marijuana that was once illegal but since has become legal through various state laws, and most importantly, through the 2016 ballot question that legalized recreational marijuana
0: statewide. Chris Lisinski is a reporter with the Statehouse News Service in Boston. Chris, thank you. My pleasure. This is Beacon Hill in 5, our weekly check-in at the Statehouse. You can subscribe to this podcast and others from NEPM at our website. That's NEPM.org slash podcast. This is 88.5 NEPM.
1: Mm-hmm.